Welcome to another new episode of Heartfelt Consciousness. I'm your guide, Laura Bender. Today, we speak with Christine Rupnick-McIntosh, a yoga teacher and city councilwoman in the city of Euclid, Ohio, who has focused on introducing the police department um, to the concept of yoga and mindfulness, as well as just kind of working with the local administration and consulting with uh, different mental health experts, um, just to bring like a tailored wellness program to their uh, community. Um, so anyway, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. Um, and thank you again so much for listening. I'll check in with you on the other side. All right. Good afternoon, Christine. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? Not too bad. So what do you actually been up to uh, this afternoon? This afternoon, I, I caught up on work, a little bit of work and especially some uh, community work, city council related matters, um, trying to plan, plan some initiatives that I've been uh, procrastinating on. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get my the end of the week done and then move into the weekend. Yeah. So. And I'm sure like also just with COVID and kind of tying up a lot of things where you couldn't, maybe there were things that you couldn't get done because of that. Who knows? Um, yeah. So yeah. So leading into this uh, conversation, so you're actually a councilwoman for the city of Euclid in Ohio. Um, mm -hmm. And that's, uh, and you are connected again with Atma Darshan. So she introduced us and here we are. Yes. Um, so I would love to learn, and I'm sure the listeners as well, uh, would just like know a little bit about yourself and how your actual journey started with yoga. Sure. So I haven't really been practicing for very long in the scheme of things. Um, maybe a little bit less than a decade ago, I discovered, you know, asana practice I've never been a very physically active person. I uh, don't really like to sweat. Um, so, you know, anything high cardio, not of interest. Um, but just as I became more aware of my um, age and the aging process, I was thinking, you know, I really need to do something, start moving more. So I, my yoga practice started by discovering yoga with Adrian videos on YouTube. She's got a, a great resource for anyone who's trying to, um, find just movement or, you know, it can be expensive to go to a studio and not everybody has those resources. So I think what she's doing is very valuable. And so I would do the same video over and over until oh. I got the hang of it and hated pretty much every second of it, um, you know, wow. in the, the earlier, <laughs> earlier <laughs> times. Um, but then I started to develop a practice and an interest in what it was doing and all the, you know, peripheral benefits of it. I just started feeling better. And so then I started feeling more comfortable to go to a studio and I would take some classes. And then I decided to go for my teacher training and I went to Namaste Yoga Studio. I did a um, Hatha Yoga training in 2016. So I was done with that in 2017. At that time, I had the opportunity to begin instructing the City of Euclid's recreation program, Sunshine Yoga, which I teach over the summer once a month on the beach. And it's a free class. So Euclid residents and anyone really can come and practice early Saturday mornings uh, on the shores of Lake Erie. 
And then I took a second training. I took an integrative yoga therapy training in 2018. That was with Atma Darshan mm-hmm. and Kathy Prescott. And, um, you know, throughout the, that time period have taken various workshops and other, you know, maybe weekend or individual mm-hmm. trainings. Awesome. Well, I have to tell some of my family, I actually have family that lives over in the Euclid area. Um, couple of people are now, yeah, I think maybe like one or two, one, one aunt and uncle and a couple members in East Lake and stuff like that. But yeah, I'll have to tell them to swing by the lake oh, and, and check out the, <laughs> check out the yoga class. I know. Yeah. Cause I know one of my cousins has been, um, she's, she's more into meditation, but I, I think everyone in my family needs to, I think they've been trying to, um, add that to their daily routines of some kind, I guess, along the way. Um, June 19th, that's the first one. (laughs) Okay. Well, to let them know that for sure. (laughs) Um, so you kind of speaking of the background that you have, you know, or at least special interests that you have in the trauma sensitive yoga practices. Um, so you actually been working with your local administration, like your police department and everything in your local government. Um, so what actually inspired you to, um, develop like a wellness program around those kinds of practices? Sure. So at that time I was, I wasn't quite, well, I was a council member at that point when we started to have these discussions and that's really how I got my foot in the door. I think if I wasn't, you know, a community leader in some aspect, it would be hard for just, you know, a regular person to maybe try to infiltrate, you know, because it is, it is tough. Um, But, you know, I was already teaching those community classes through Sunshine Yoga and, I would announce them at council meetings and invite administration, you know, staff to, to join. And, and then when I was in the integrative yoga therapy training, I met someone who was part of our yoga Nidra training. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a, a psychologist and I think a previous social worker. And he helped co-found Cleveland Police's mm. mindfulness program and yoga program. And so Cleveland has partnerships with different yoga studios where police officers can go take free classes and mm-hmm. it's, you know, there's a set schedule for them. And so I learned about that while we were in our training together and just picked his brain about it. And he offered to help me implement something here in Euclid. So we, we kicked it off by having a meeting with our human resources director, um, different, you know, executives at both the fire department and the police department. Um, the, um, his name's Chris Chuckett. He's, he's awesome. He's at river's edge. I think he's still there. Um, he helped, he came to the, to the meeting and, and was able to offer more of that, you know, the science and, and the reasons why this is important and what prolonged exposure to stress, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, seeing really, devastating things happening to fellow humans, you know, even if that doesn't register that day on somebody's psyche, it has those cumulative effects. And so he was able to bring that part into the conversation. And I mean, they already know that they're all all very well aware of what the job can do to someone. Um, And 
Um, but then we also had our employee assistance program representatives, you know, so it was, it was an opportunity to reintroduce both departments to what employee assistance programs were available and then talk about mental health and wellness at a larger scale. And so what came from that was we planned a two hour long uh, Saturday morning event called um, a morning of mindful living. It was, it was pretty much based off of what Chris was doing in Cleveland. And we just distilled it down to a couple hours where we talked about mindful breathing and just, you know, pranayama and um, meditation. And we went through an asana practice and ended with another meditation. Uh, there were about seven officers that, that came. I mean, they volunteered their time. We volunteered our time and had them fill out surveys at the end of it. And they all, said this, I feel great. I feel less stressed. I, you know, maybe they were coming off of a, a shift we did it yeah. at 8am. So it would have been, you know, the overnight shift. And so they were decompressing before they had to go home or they were getting their heads ready for the shift ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really, really good feedback. And then we took that and I offered to come in once a month to the police station and whoever wanted to join could could join me in a yoga practice and we would do asana, yoga nidra, meditation, breathing. And um, that I was surprised. We didn't really get like the patrol officers like we did for the workshop, but we were starting to get more, you know, executives and, you know, like lieutenants and sergeants and even the chief. Wow, <laughs> um, that's awesome. Participating because mm-hmm. their jobs are just as stressful sometimes different stress. Yeah. And they're leading all of those people that are underneath them. So I guess if they, if they are feeling calm and subdued and, and can, can deal with it, they can, I guess, project that onto uh, their fellow officers, I would guess. Yes, definitely. Definitely. It comes with a different set of stressors and, um, and they were all very, uh, grateful and and happy about the opportunity. Unfortunately, COVID, you know, yeah, hit pause on that part of the program. But we were getting to the point where I was coming in twice a month and wanted to try to to grow it a little bit more. But then, you know, COVID. Well, hopefully, <laughs> well, hopefully now that things are starting to kind of swing back the other way, mm-hmm. then you can kind of start to have that available for them again. I think it's definitely something that's very important. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the mindfulness practice that you actually shared with your local police department, um, so how do you apply that, uh, to your day-to-day as, you know, using as a councilwoman or just in your day-to-day, like at home or something like that? Sure. Sometimes it's a challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will be very honest with that. Um, sometimes there are, at least in my role on council, you know, when we were in in-person meetings, sometimes I got very contentious. And so I really relied upon breathing, you know, breathing softly, (laughs) extending the, extending the exhales, um, even doing, you know, certain mudras while I was sitting in my chair, I still do some of that, or just making sure that I practice or do something where I can get my head together before a meeting, especially a really important meeting. Um, but I think really what yoga has brought to me is a release of judgment Mm. and a recognition that 
everybody is coming from a different place and everybody has a different story. No one knows what we're all dealing with, you know, behind closed doors or, you know, even with one another, there's so many just different aspects of human interaction and how we all get along and or don't get along. And so I just try to release judgments for the most part. And, and even if somebody's being difficult, try to understand where that's coming from. And that will help me interact with that person better. Sometimes you don't say a word and you just let them talk and air their grievance. Um, or sometimes there's an actual, you know, action that I can take that can help them. Um, and sometimes it's a little bit of, you know, infiltrating the, like, like I'll bring yoga into it without them knowing. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow, Sneak like, it in. <laughs> yeah, you have to. And just, it's the mindfulness part of it. Right. And just trying to be mindful of what they're, what they might be going through and try to share with them a little bit of what I might be going through so we can have a, uh, a, an interaction that's um, productive. Yes. Yeah. And understand each other. So, yeah, that's a good place to, to go. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I can, I can see that. I'm sure I've been, um, you know, uh, you know, I places that my husband and I have lived, we've had to go to city council meetings before and yeah, they can get a little tricky uh, with depending on what the subject matter is oh, and yes. it can get very <laughs> heated. Um, yes. But yeah, that's, that's a tough job. <laughs> it gonna, is. And sometimes there are, you know, you're not supposed to really have personal attacks, you know, in these settings and these, um, in, in council chambers or wherever, but sometimes they, they also sneak in or people have a hard time understanding why you voted a certain way or why you're supporting something. And I just try to be really, really mindful when I speak and make sure that my head is in the right space before going into a meeting. Cause I always recognize when I haven't done my own, you know, self-practice, whether that's mm. sitting and just sitting with my thoughts or moving, whether that's asana or just going for a walk. I've realized throughout COVID, like I kind of put my asana practice to the side and I just got outside and started walking. And that was meditation enough for me to feel better and do better in the community. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I feel like just trying to kind of compare this to last year when we would go out, my husband and I would go out for a walk in the park. We'd see probably as many people as if you remember a few years ago when that Pokemon thing was going on, (laughs) where, where people were all of a sudden like, Walking around, oh, yeah, walking around outside, running into you, at, yeah, running into you because you're looking at your at their phone. But it kind of reminded me of that because all of a sudden, like no one else knew what to really do except for go outside, and that was everyone just kind of gathered all the one same place, um, or somewhat the same place. They all be walking, everyone would be walking around, just kind of getting out and just kind of like, oh, this is what this is like. <laughs> but um. But kind of the last question that I have for you is, um, so what was you, what do you feel is the most valuable lesson that you learned in 2020? I think the most valuable lesson is, or was, um, and still is, 
to slow down. I think we all realize that um, <laughs> as a society is just, you know, I mean, I, up until the governor had the shelter in place orders and, and everything essentially shut down. I mean, my schedule was just, it was constant meeting to meeting to meeting um, in person, or it was just running around all the time. Every evening I would have something, whether it was a council meeting, a committee meeting, a resident meeting. Um, I'm involved in different volunteer organizations. There's always something going on. And I am the type of person who says yes to every opportunity because there's value in saying yes. And Mm -hmm. there are other opportunities that present themselves when you do say yes. Also a lesson I learned from my yoga (laughs) practice. Um, And just being open to those opportunities. But then I realized when everything shut down, I... I had all this free time and I realized what I was doing was not sustainable and I need to set boundaries mm-hmm. with work and, and as much as I love my community and love to do the work that I'm doing, I can't be available all the time because then I'm not dedicating any time to myself or to my friends or to my family and mm-hmm. they deserve it just as much. Um, so yeah, just, just taking a good look at like, that helped me realize what I'm physically capable of, mentally capable of, emotionally capable of, and just being able to provide myself with self-care opportunities as kind of, you know, trendy as that sounds right now. And I think you know, that's definitely a buzzword throughout 2020 is like, yeah. we all recognize that we need to take care of ourselves mm-hmm. and that starts internally. Um, right. So that, that's helped. I think that was one of the bigger lessons. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting you bring that up as well. Cause even I was kind of texting with a friend of mine this morning and we actually didn't have much conversation all of last year until just recently we kind of reconnected and she was busy doing things and I kind of was busy doing things also, but um, just kind of touching base. And, you know, I even kind of mentioned to her that this, this opportunity that we were given, even though it wasn't the best circumstances, it, it gave us time to kind of prioritize and slow down and, and just, and just kind of, realizing, you know, we're not going to be able to teach if we can't practice these tools ourselves. Uh, We can't guide others um, in this service if we're Mm -hmm. not, not there for them or not, we're not present. So um, yeah, just coming to that, to the present and, and kind of stepping away from what might happen later on, or again, setting those boundaries to say, you know, it's okay to, to kind of give yourself a little bit of a break to maybe say no once or twice or something like that instead of saying yes all the time. But yeah, I think that, you know, being that, that mindfulness of being present, um, it's such a gift and sometimes the hardest thing to do. And I've been struggling with my yoga practice since COVID really happened, you know, just thinking, you know, it was kind of, it was way harder to drag myself to the mat and practice every day. I mean, I went from daily practitioner to maybe I'll do it today. Maybe I won't. I was on, you know, teaching online for a brief period of time. And then I was just like, I don't know if it's really reaching very many people and how can I, if, if, 
if I'm providing this gift to others, what's the best means to do it? And recognizing that, yeah, taking care of yourself and then reinstilling those values in yourself can help you bring it to the masses in a different way. Maybe it's not necessarily, you know, sit down and do yoga. Right, <laughs> it's, exactly. It's just that that community mindset. And I've always brought that to my classes that I teach, you know, especially the ones on the beach. I talk about being part of a community because sometimes there's 40 of us on the beach for these classes. Oh, wow. And it's a really amazing feeling. You can feel the energy outside in our group because we're all in it together. You know, we're all doing something together and moving together. And then we bring that to our homes, to home, to our families and our friends, and it continues to grow. So, yeah, that's, that's the truth of it. That's the truth of it for sure. All right. Well, thank you very much for your time and energy again today, Christine. I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, have a great rest of your day and rest of your weekend too. Oh goodness. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm, I really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you and, um, yeah. And hopefully I'll that... get my family over there to get to your um, yoga classes. As oh well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'll send you, I'll email you the flyer that yes. I have made. Awesome. Yeah. That would be yeah, perfect. Definitely. Okay. Enjoy well, awesome. your weekend. You too. All right. Thank you so much. Thank All you. Right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed our conversation together with Christine. And as always, don't forget to share, review, and subscribe. Be well, my friends.